No trades, Moan. None. Nothing. <laughs> a zilch. Now, we held on for a couple extra minutes to start this in case there was going to be any kind of trade news and whatever else here. The trade deadline passed at 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central. And Omar Khan, he he held his ground. He didn't go out and get a corner. He didn't he didn't do anything. He didn't. Um, the corner from Chicago was up after they said he was told he could seek a trade. Jalen Johnson, yeah. Jalen Johnson, nothing came from him either. I guess everybody's getting tired of getting fleeced by Chicago. Either way, uh, they absolutely did nothing. <laughs> Chicago's Wait, you mean Chicago's it. tired of getting fleeced by other teams. Yeah, that's true, too. They have got <laughs> fleeced. You're right. I forget about the whole Claypool thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't get expunged from your record. <laughs> you are 100% correct about that. Nothing happens from there, dog. Uh, but I, I honestly didn't think they was going to make any moves. I don't know where. Of course, corner's always where it's going to go, right? But I had no real um, I had no real expectation of getting anybody, especially not like a how-round pick or anything like that, DK. This this group is uh, in between. It's kind of where we're at because that's where a lot of the frustration with this current team is at is you're kind of in between. And the best way to get back, DK, is through what? Through the draft for the most part. Unless you're going to spend crazy in free agency. Unless you've got a Minka out there that somebody's insanely willing to give away, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that, and, and by all accounts, there was nothing of the kind uh, you, in, in this particular group. You know what's fascinating, too, about the uh, this, like, draft deadline and stuff like that is we make a big hoopla about it, a big fuss about it because of, um, you know, it's like the last day, like – Teams that need players, they will trade them beforehand. Like, we saw, like, other trades happen. Minka's trade happened at the beginning of the season when he came to Pittsburgh, right? But mm-hmm. you look at it and you kind of say to yourself, well, why is all the big hoopla about it? I mean, it's just what it is. We we overexpose everything when it comes down to the NFL, DK. We do. Uh, let's ring that bell, Moan. You ready? It looks to me like the citizens are ready. Let's go over some other developments from today. Kenny Pickett told everybody after practice today that he will play. Uh, that's confirming <laughs> something I've been sharing with you guys here for a couple of days. He's gonna. Well, he didn't say this, but he's gonna. He, he's gonna get numbed up. He's gonna get Kevlard. He's gonna get whatever. Um, so you know who the quarterback is gonna be for Pittsburgh. You know Minka Fitzpatrick is not gonna play. Mm-hmm. So you now pretty much have a, a good idea of the kind of team that the Steelers are going to be able to field against the Titans. Moan, what I want to ask you as somebody who's around the Titans, who's going to be traveling here uh, to to uh, work as, with, with the Titans broadcasting team, what are what are we going to see? I, I have no idea Man. what to make of that team. It's been times. Real quick, I want to show you what Kenny's uh, shot going to look like. They're going to raise up his arm, oh, and no. there will be a needle Don't like this, this long. And they're going to go right in between the rib cartilage and stick it in there and numb it, by the way. So, tough guy, Kenny wins, okay? I just needed to show that because I've seen it done. You haven't had it. I hadn't had that. 
No. Ugh, lucky you. But they go How did right you get through an NFL career without getting a rib shot. Ah, never like that. That that's pretty wild, Damn. man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty tough. Now you just chased everybody away. We were about to get into some good football stuff, and you're like, no, no, no. Let's make sure nobody's watching. <laughs> the, hey, this is they come here for all of this, right, DK? And just like Ash said, though, don't, don't forget this, DK, as we talk about this. Don't puncture his lung, though. It's, she meant lung. Don't puncture his lungs, though. But yeah, that's um, that's a very significant. Um, very significant procedure he's going to have just to play a football game. But here we go. You're asking what you're going to get from this Titans team. Optimism, DK. Mm-hmm. Optimism. If you were asked, probably if we did a poll and based off this one position right here, who you feel more confident in, Kenny Pickett or Will Levis, majority of people are going to say Will Levis after the weekend he just had. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I'm not in that group uh, well, because – uh, let's look. I know he had the four touchdowns. I know he comes with the pedigree and all that other stuff. But I also know that he has not faced TJ Watt. I also know that he has not faced a team that will chase after the quarterback, that will get successfully to the quarterback Cleveland. like this one. Okay. Uh, you can look at all kinds of cases already this season and see that the Steelers have yet to face an opponent that have kept, well, Houston did. I, that was I, an anomaly I, right there. Yeah, I just take the whole Houston game and throw it out to a certain extent, but Houston did. Okay, C.J. Stroud and the Texans offense did. Other than that, nobody else has. And yeah, rookie, no doubt. Come on, second game? Come on. Yeah, I'm with you on now, and on the road, and in Pittsburgh. I, that's the one thing I will say tomorrow before I have to leave um, is just that, DK, is the hype behind what, what what Will Levis did in week one was phenomenal. This fan base is ecstatic about Should what be. he was capable Should of doing. Be. They hadn't gone downfield the way they have in about 18, 24 months. There's a lot of optimism behind that. And what do you want to do most times, right? Minka ain't in. They're going to want to go down the field. Will Levis has a strong arm, DK. He does. He just flicks it. And, of course, the secondary has been a little bit of a problem for Pittsburgh. That's going to be problematic. The run game, this team always does well in the grand horoscope of how you view what they do. They usually do well against teams with big backs and when the running game really has to be slowed down, you know, at times. More times than not. Last week, they weren't capable of doing those things. But they do stand tall when they're at home in these type of moments. And here's the other contingency up on this this game, too. It's just a night game in Pittsburgh. Those primetime games seem to weigh a little bit different, DK. But you got Jeffrey Simmons, who's a game wrecker up the middle for that Titans defense. Those do, if Mason Cole has some issues, he's going to expose it. If James Daniels ain't coming to play and be physical, he's going to expose it. If Isaac Silmalo is not holding his anchor down, they're going to expose it. On Sunday, which he didn't. And Jeffrey Simmons is capable of getting through two of those guys. If they're on him, that that's how good this guy is. So I, I the first time uh, in 2020 when they were when I retired and my guys were still in Pittsburgh, Al Pounce, uh, DeCastro played Jeff. After the game, I get a call. I was like, hey, we beat him and all this type. He's like, but man, 98, man, 98, man, 98. That's all I heard. These are some very seasoned, tough dudes, right? They were bragging about what Jeffrey Simmons was capable of doing. He is an all-pro guy. I correlate him to Cam. I do. He is a headbanger, wreck it Ralph type of dude 
And he he says he catered his game after Fletcher Cox. He's more Cam Hayward than Fletcher Cox to me because he plays the run will real well. And then there's always the Cam factor too. We'll see how that plays out. Man, uh, DK, it's gonna be needed. It is. Yeah. W- without Minka, and I know TJ and Alex is holding it down, and the linebacker Corey is also. Uh, but with that passing take that they have, DK, no, uh, from last week. Uh-huh. you at least got to try it again until Pittsburgh shows they can shut it down. Well, that <clears throat> that's my thinking in general about how the Steelers should approach the Titans offense is you've no, got a no Brian Junker. <laughs> <laughs> you've got a quarterback back there who's going to be making his second NFL start in Will Levis, uh, as I mentioned, but you've also got – you've got to go after him. You've got you – because know. you've got Minka out, Okay. I, I don't want to hear about four touchdown passes if you've got 1.7 seconds to get rid of the football. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Look, going against that secondary, the way the Steelers secondary is currently stacked up without Minka, there's going to be something out there for you. Okay? Yep. I just don't want to give them the time to, to look. So if I've even got – and I know the Steelers don't even really blitz anymore. They don't. Why would you if you have TJ and Alex and everybody <laughs> else up front, right? It's true. That's very true. Okay. So I would blitz anyway. I'd yeah. be sending the bleeping house. And, and, and Brian Jonker, can we do quarterback by committee? No, that's, this is not college. There ain't too many NFL teams that do those types of things too. Uh, and, and here's the thing though too. Fish and Trout said we need some more blitz and we're no longer blitzing. I will say this in just one week. This is one week, okay, what Will Levis was capable of doing, and it looked good. He was decisive with the ball. They were on time. To your point about being able to get after him, Atlanta, they they sent pressures over 40% of the time. I think almost 48% of the time. They tried to light him up. That offensive line did a really good job. But here's the thing. You had the home crowd. You also had guys who were on schedule. They were on the chains for the most part. And um, they capitalized on a lot of different things. This will be a challenge for this team coming up. And also, Brad, I like to do this too at times. You put Simmons as a dirty player, Kenny has to watch out. There's been conversation about some guys on that on the Pittsburgh team that's done some stuff. Cam had an explosion last year too. Remember the punch in the stomach? Everybody's got a little edge about them. This game is going to be about composure. The simple things that you have to do in this type of week, a short week, be simple. Don't make stupid plays and control your emotions in games like this one on both sides of the ball. Thursday's not anything that's going to be we got a full week to game plan you on like the scouts did that and the GAs and everything inside the building. But the actual game plan itself is how can we pierce your soul a little bit more? And if they can't get to Kenny Pitt, I mean, if they can't get to uh, Will Levis, that's going to be an and that, that might be a long night. Yeah, I, I really think that that's going to be the thing that defines the game in one direction or the other. Uh, it's one thing to look at C.J. Stroud. He'd already had a couple of games under his belt by the time the Steelers got to Houston. He'd already built up confidence, had an outstanding preseason. Oh, Second game, Moan. Yeah. Second game. And there's 90 right there staring at you. Yeah, you know? I know. I know, man. Uh, and, and Jim, y'all know I work close to this market. Rumor has that the Titans have a real OC. That wasn't until last week that they didn't start believing when they saw a capable quarterback. Like, they were anti-Ryan Tannehill. So many different storylines behind both sides. Like, Tim Kelly has some stuff. Who's the Titans offensive coordinator? I see y'all, man. Boy, y'all are on it. You are going to I know. It. 
I got noise canceling headphones, okay? It will not help you. Zach Dixon says 73 on the other side in Pittsburgh is gonna be a weird feeling. (laughs) The people, the people at Akershire Stadium who are within within the ability to yell something in your direction are gonna be like, Moan, what What are you doing? I know, man. And and look, y'all know, and I had to answer that question yesterday. So Ramon. What are you going to do? And I'm just like, all right, y'all hear me out. This will be my first time at a Steelers game, too. And I was just like, look, man, I'm a paid employee of the Tennessee Titans. I'm like, uh, somebody asked me to come do a show at the casino. I was like, I can't because NFL says no player can enter a casino during the season. I can't. So I'm a, I'm an employee. I have to cover on what I see. My thing is this. I'm a sideline host. So I can actually be on the sideline watching the game, hearing the guys, seeing everything. And I mm-hmm. have to do my job. DK, you know me. I'm a soldier, right? Oh, I know. And I'll be sitting up there in the press box waiting Watching. for your texts, letting me all that let me in on all the Titan secrets. There are no secrets <laughs> to be had. <laughs> oh, there are no secrets. Yes, Ryan Lido. I'm I'm a little torn, and there's no spying whatsoever. I, I wouldn't dare do that to either side of it. Okay. Yeah, but that's not good enough for these people. They want to see you waving a small yellow towel. <laughs> Look at Brad talking about some Etu Foster. Y'all are just wild in here, man. Uh, <laughs> you, the funny thing is, you thought you were just going to skate through this episode without taking this abuse. I did. I They're did. like, nah. Y'all are. This is online bullying at this point right now, DK. Mm-hmm. Oh That's my right. gosh, man. That's uh, right. Hey, uh, when we come back, we're going to engage in the only segment that matters. Is Although that hey one, Moan? It, it is actually. It, it still it is? is. Okay. Yes. <laughs> At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. Yeah, we got all kinds of good stuff here, <laughs> including some lingering bitterness about the officiating. You know, that game is so over, and yeah. that crew won't be the same one that's that's here thursday night so i mean and though, honestly you know this and we talked about it before those crews get knocked whenever they have bad publicity like that too logan comes up with a surprisingly good question considering it's coming from the uncle's table if you'd like to leave logan at the uncle's table or if logan would like to come across to where the grown-ups sit that's dkps.net slash join to become a member nonetheless really good question hey moan does the attitude of the offensive line change when protecting a hurt quarterback. Could we see extra effort from the line this week? Did you guys used to talk about that? Was it an active thought process for you? Yes, the heck it was. It was personal if somebody hit him. If if somebody did get to him and you saw him grimacing, you felt bad, you took it to heart. There is an added effect to it. Uh, Logan, great question. Uh, you guys know our job, main job, is always going to be how do you protect your quarterback? How many sacks do you get up, um, give up, and whatnot? They they should feel it. 
Um, but for a lot of different for a few different reasons, though, too, man. One is because you need Kenny to win. Uh, secondly, because you're gonna be judged on it because everybody's gonna be talking about it and watching it. And and the last portion of this is this, man. At some point, this group has to put a stake in the ground. I know if we've seen them put a stake in the ground when it comes to his protection and their controlling of the uh, line of scrimmage, man. Robert believes that you're going to find a way surreptitiously to get that towel visible just enough so that somebody can snap a picture here. Jay Hanna says that Najee Harris called the ref soft. I, I don't care what the backup running back has to say about anything, honestly. Not, you said the backup running back? I did. I did because that's what he should be. That's what he should be. That's running back on this team. That's not being me. It's, it's Jalen. Production matters, right? Production matters. So Production does, so matters. Does, so does effort. So does force of will. So does passion. So does everything else. I could not care less where Najee oh, wow. was drafted. Wow. Uh, Evan says, what's the issue with Mason Cole? Last year, he was quietly good. This year's been rough. What do you see, Moan? Um, I see a guy that can't get his footing underneath him more than what's anything. That mean? His his anchor that he had as far as being able to stop uh, bull rushes isn't there this year for whatever reason. I, I don't know if he's dealing with an issue. Nothing showed up on the uh, on the injury report for the most part. He was last year. Yeah, all I know. Year. Remember the ankle all year. And, and and it seems like you know even last week I thought getting James Daniel was going to correct a lot of his issues and it just wasn't the case for him. He just got to honestly just be a pro about it, DK. And I hopefully if you ask him that, that's what he would tell you. I just got to be better. It ain't no questions onto what his issues are. His issues is him. It is man, man to a man. You got to go fight and win a little bit harder. I, I mean, it ain't technique, is what I'm telling you. It ain't okay. anything that is an injury, know. is what I'm telling you. You if would it, know it's, it, it's him just getting his his freaking butt beat. That's just what it is, DK. And if it's not good enough, you get cut in the offseason for stuff like that, unless he has an undid, uh, undisclosed injury. The only thing I can think of. It, and again, I don't know that he doesn't. Okay. I, I do know that last year, throughout the season, the ankle was visible. I mean, he was walking around with all kinds of ice and bandaging on it constantly. Uh, you saw it affect him on the field. But my goodness, it, it's been a it's been a chore. I, I'm not gonna come right out and say he's been on skates, but it's, it's he been has tough. been on skates, man. Okay, call, yeah. yeah, he's been on skates. I just like, he, God, Mon, I like the guy so. Much. I know I like him too. He he's yeah, he's leaning do. at times. DK, his hands get a little wide. People are getting in his chest more often than they did last year. This wouldn't be a problem if we didn't see that last year, DK. Yeah, like, we're mentioning low snaps too. You know, yeah. a, a couple of people here, Tim and Demond, both. Uh, the snaps have been tough. Uh, you know, or is it a case of the yips? Has he just lost confidence? When you lose confidence, Moan, can you lose strength? Can you get shoved back? You don't lose strength. You just guess. And when you What's guess, and you're not strong. Okay, all right. I think they're going to bull rush me. And then he quick arm over you. I think I can snap the ball and get off real quick. And then you can't. Hey, I can beat him to this punch. And then he plays behind you and make a tackle for loss. Like, there's a lot of little small things that are intricate within the offensive line that you do have to think about. DK, imagine this. You have a stand-up linebacker like T.J. Watt, okay? Aaron Donald standing over you. Uh, Calais Campbell, I always drop his name. Geno yes, Atkins, okay? Yes. Um, think about Cincinnati's defensive line. Let's go Cleveland. Miles Garrett with the little shuffle thing that he does. And you got to go one-on-one, DK. 
And if my tech, if I'm questioning, listen to all the things I'm going to blame on. If I'm questioning what I studied on tape from what he's doing, if I question my technique, if I question my strength, if I question if I'm going to win, I've lost. That's a hard place to be at. I think people think we just stand in front of them and they just run into us. They don't. And Mason Cole is in a position where he just might have to go start a fight with somebody, DK. That's a portion of it, too. Hey, man, just go whoop somebody's butt. And we hadn't seen him do much of that this year at all. No, we absolutely have not. And and that's been that's been disappointing and, and, and for him, uh, exasperating because he's aware of it. Yeah. He's aware of it. Uh, we've got a bunch of gifts to bring up here. Are we ready? Oh, we do, man. Oh, yeah. Look at this. You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Leroy coming in with five. Swan coming in with five. Uh, Greg coming in with five. Uh, Bert coming in with ten. Uh, that's that's uh, my math is a little bit shaky here with the minimal amount of coffee I've had today, but I'm going to guess that that's around 25. Uh, as always, thanks to everybody. Blame uh, it on the that, coffee for doing that. That is really, really cool. Uh, we're at 13, 16 totals uh, memberships to accept that within the live chat right over there. Select allow gifts or select the pinned membership gifting confirm that you'd like to opt in by turning on the allow gift switch simple as that uh you'll you'll be notified and you'll be in and uh, eventually you're gonna have to do this for yourself or you know for somebody else or however it used to go you know right right sticky b's judging you man 73 i remember would have used a sick day on thursday and he would have been in the stands wearing that black and gold you ain't they, wrong. It's like nobody you ever tell anybody that any of this stuff that we do is a job or you get paid for it. There's no even attempt at comprehending it, you know? No, no, absolutely not, DK. Uh, I'm there for a good time, y'all. I just want to see a good game. How, how about that? Okay. How about I just see a good game? And no, I will not be doing a comp, uh, 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 a prediction this weekend either. Betrayal? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> We need Always a renegade. A stealer. Always a stealer. Y'all not lying. They acknowledge that, though, too. They do. Eric James says, DK, how long will it take for this offense to find its identity? I don't want the offense. I don't need the offense to find its identity. I need the offense to find the first down marker. I don't care how it gets there. In fact, the more varied this offense gets, the better a chance it has of getting to that first down marker, you might have noticed. It happened in Los Angeles, and there was the one drive that Kenny engineered this past Sunday where it happened again that you saw the more spread out they got, the more diversified everything was, everything was okay. I don't care what the – they're not in a position – to right. say, look at us. This is our identity. Uh-uh. They just mm-hmm. need first downs, man. Uh, Eric, I initially said four to six weeks. We're past that point now. Mm. Um, health has been an issue. We can throw all that type of stuff out right there. But you just got to kind of do it. I don't know what the reason or rhymes that they have for this offense week in and week out. Some days they spread it out and go quick game and make the ball go down the field. We've seen them actually have a very coherent run game at times. And then at others, it's Toss here, toss there, sweep here, five yards, quick out. And then it's three and out, three and out, three and out. This is like a bad college football team. 
That's what this offense looks like. This is like a big school playing against a small school is very stagnant on offense week to week. Scott Samson comes in and says, hey, Moan, with the performance that Will Levis just had for the Titans, uh, can the Steelers really afford to just gear up and try to stop Derrick Henry? Uh, no, but that's the thing that we're asking. This this ain't just a one level, you know, game plan when it when it all breaks down. The secondary has to do its job. But as far as getting to the quarterback, that has to be goal number one. Uh, the guy does have some mobility. He does have a strong arm. And from what I saw last week, he has some accuracy, too. Even on the balls that he missed, they were still around their wide receiver. I'm not overly, you know, I want to paint a big picture of what it's capable of. But that's what scouting is all about. Um, I hadn't seen this offense do that type of stuff downfield. Not at the tune at four touchdowns. Not even one time, DK, this year. Heck, I said this last week. And I got to eat crow. 31-7 was my prediction. And I got to eat crow behind that. I don't have any faith in this offense scoring more than 24 points. So because of that, DK, my predictions from here on out will be 21 and below is what I'm telling you. I made the same face last week yeah. when you held that up. I was like, what are you doing? I just Because it's to what he just asked a second ago. When will this offense show itself, DK? I, I and I have no is. I have no faith in it right now. I think it is showing itself. Is Jesse. this it? So we can't I, we can't dream? Oh, you feel free. Feel free. I sound you like know? a fan now instead of a I think player. I think That's we tough. I think I think you can look at George Pickens and dream, you know. But to put it all together, you know, now, I don't know. Jesse says, do you guys think that Mike Tomlin's message is not getting through anymore? Has it become an obsolete message? I want to take a stab at that first, Jesse, because I can tell you that in talking to these players, oh, my goodness, does nobody question this guy. At all, okay? At all. Not even in the tiniest little twinges of anything, okay? So good. Now, Jesse, when you say Tomlin's message, the head coach's principal message, and I think assume you're referring here to effort or passion or whatever, do you really look at the Steelers and think that they're lacking either of those? Do you think that's the problem right now? I don't know that. You know, I don't see that. Jesse, that, and I think – your question, leave it up there for a second, DK. We got a little time, I am. all right? I am. Oh, and thanks for the contribution. Thanks Jesse. for the contribution. Your frustration with the question you're asking is you don't think he's reaching players. DK's answer exactly what any player would almost tell you. It's maybe a, a maybe less than five guys that would probably tell you that they hate Coach Tom. They dislike him. Even the ones that AB it even came out and said, man, he has a love for Coach Tom. The idea that he can't get guys to buy in has never been a question of his work as a as a coach. Uh, his coaching is always very detailed. DK, would you say that if you ask any guy that? Um, I would agree with that. And, and, and individualized where needed, yes. The respect is there, DK. You would almost say that too. The people that don't is outside the building, I think, more than uh, yeah, anything. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, you would know that infinitely better than me. I do. Uh, I can just tell you from talking to these guys on this current team that there's nothing. I mean, there's just not a single trace. But I get your frustration. Your frustration is if all of this is true, then we should be winning. We should look a whole lot better. And that's all right to expect that because he he wants you to expect that as a coach. But Deontay missing the ball down the middle ain't a Coach Tomlin thing. Okay, guys missing tackles down the field, that ain't a Coach Tomlin thing. 
guys, you know, eyes in the backfield. That's not a Coach Tomlin thing. Players do have instincts. It's just like one of those things. Your parents raise you to a point. They send you out to the wild. I'm sure some of y'all have had some bad nights. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's, I know the frustration. They should be raised better than that. Uh, thank you for the contribution. But I, again, to have somebody that say that Coach T is not reaching through them, man, you're going to have to dig for that one. Maybe three dudes that, maybe three dudes, DK. And I couldn't even tell you who they I mean, are. It, it, I think even that would depend mostly on your personality. Like if you're the type that doesn't take to his style or whatever, you know, that's going to be tough, you know. But I don't know that that's any any kind of assessment on on who or what Tomlin is as opposed to who or what you happen to be. Uh, Francesco says, hey, Moan. Are the Steelers in one of the worst situations in the league? It just feels like blah, years and years from true contention. I mean, that, that's how that game felt, you know? Well, that, that's where the frustration is coming from. We just talked about, right? Is you looking for that, that punch through the wall moment? Uh, I saw somebody say that in the, in the chat. It said that, man, well, maybe our personnel just ain't where it used to be right now. And that might be a little bit of the problem too, DK. Think about how you struck gold. With finding Ben, having the defense, Troy. Nobody knew who, who that was mm -hmm. as far as, you know, his ability to be able to play. Troy would tell you himself. And in his Hall of Fame speech, he thought he was going to be cut after his rookie year. Knowing what you're going to get out of Joey Porter Sr. Knowing that Heinz Ward, no ACL, was going to turn into the player that he was. Plexico, getting the most out of him before you shipped him off to other places. Like, think about the guys that you've had, the undrafted guys. Hokey bro. Casey Hampton, one of the last few to play nose tackle in this league. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of that that may just be missing for a little moment, but it won't even – I don't I don't question it as much because this is the ebbs and flow of growth in this league. It just is. Oh, boy. The, the tenor of any, any of this just really hasn't changed over the course of the week, and it's not going to. But it's funny. <laughs> I know. It, it's – you know, Zach Dixon says, if we can blow out one team this year, can it be Moan's team? Mahomes. You know, here's the thing that the a lot of this can turn around, including the public sentiment and everything else, with just one win. That's three days later. It just came off a two game win streak. It doesn't matter, man. They 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 weren't good. They weren't good. They didn't score any points until the fourth quarter. And, and oh, how happy God. was no no? And how happy was everybody after that? That, oh, that the those players, four yeah, we talked. No, the, the fans too. We had some of our highest streams, DK, on that Monday after the Rams game because people true. were excited. You this know that, DK. You're right. I've, and I've said this. I'm not trying to kill joy anybody, but losing is more emotional in the NFL in football because you got one a week, and that one you got to sit on the entire friggin' week, and it sucks, DK. Thank y'all for all those views, by the way, too, after the Rams game. Each video. What, what a difference this would make. Trevin brings up, can we score on the opening drive for once in our lives? Can you just imagine what an impact that would have? The crowd, the confidence, uh, Kenny feeling like he could go out there and produce points even with the flak jacket on, the whole deal. You know, what a just like that. They want excitement, DK. But here's the thing. You have a team that's built off defenses and have been primarily that way for a very long time. The offense is usually a big complement to what the defenses are capable of doing. That's where we are. This offense is still growing up, I would hope, or either they're still changing behind it. 
As long as the defense plays well, I can live there, DK. Great question from Dennis Richards. Says, hey, Moan, take us through what it's like to sit through a film review and what when things are being said about the mistakes that were made. What's that like? Who's in there? What are they saying? How often is Tomlin in there? It's two different meetings that happen. It's the team meeting room and then it's individual meeting rooms, okay? And then it's the halfway, you know, uh, offense and defense meetings. Coach Tomlin's brutal. Even in wins, brutal. Uh, he's telling you why we could have did better in those moments. Um, you know, if you had a bad play, he's going to bring it up and circle 15 times as to why if you just did your job just bleeping better, then we win in a big fashion. But we got to be selfish. You wanted to do your own thing. You want to make sure that everybody know they saw you. Man, if you just did your job and play your <laughs> gap, then we make that tackle. Yeah. And it's one of those pauses. It's that loud voice. It's that looking at you directly because everybody sits in the same seat every single week in team meetings. I always sit on the right side of the building and the chair was at four tables back with Marquise, Al in front of us, Dave to my right. That's how we sat. Rosie was behind me. Xavier was over there. Grimble was on the other side of me. Everybody sat in the same spot. Ben was up front and the two backup quarterbacks to the left of him. That's how it worked. Andy's over to the left side of the table with the uh, with the uh, call sheet for the film. It's brutal. I don't think y'all th- like nobody gets a pass in those meetings either. I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't want to be one of those. I know that, especially yeah, you because don't you, be in there. it's funny. Do you actually think about like when you mess up, like right there on the field, and as you're heading back to the huddle and you're dusting yourself do you think oh man that's gonna be so bad I on do. film like do we you? had to get to the point and tell each other hey man you gotta let that play go we'll talk about that on monday like it'd be those types of moments because if you don't forget it lingers on you know what i'm saying and then of course if you go to individual meetings like the o-line d-line meetings or you go to tight end meetings you know which play you got you look down and see what the grade is double minus plus minus plus plus and you understand play 56 boy it's gonna be hell to pay we got Antoine in the house. I haven't heard from him in a while. Is Matt That's Canada's man, offense too complicated to execute or even too confusing? At first, it was that Canada needed to be better, and now it's us not executing. What the heck is going on? Antoine, they just simply got to execute. You call the plays. Matt Canada told you after the Rams game, it's been the same calls. He said that. It's been the same calls. Again, what if the guys aren't just catching the ball the way they need to? What if the offensive line is getting pushed back when it should be an outside run play? Like guys missing blocks. I saw one of the uh, tight ends just completely whiff on a dude, and it was for a tackle for a loss. Like it's those moments in it too. When when Matt when we came in here after that Rams game, I said boy that was nice, and Matt Canada was like, "That's what we've been running." We just executed. The players acknowledged that, DK, because we talked about it. On that Jalen Warren run for a touchdown in L.A., what did we talk about? Man, everybody was man Everybody to man. across the board. Yep. You, you remember that? Mm-hmm. So it was just that, man. Those <laughs> It's players and it's coaches. It just is. Jay Smith wants to know why I'm insulting Najee. I didn't insult him. I said, I said backup running back. He's the second best running back on this team. How is that an insult? Stat numbers don't lie. Also, you know? this I want to go to uh, Leroy, too, because he's talking about Najee. I thought that was very unique. Uh, I don't listen to Le'Veon Bell about much, is what he said. 
But he always, but he was saying Najee needs to drop agent. some weight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that part of it for sure. He said, but he said Najee needs to drop some weight. He tries to run like he's much lighter than he is. I will say this: I saw Le'Veon transform and tighten up and get smaller. He put on muscle. You remember how smaller he got? It's and smaller, what, but at the same time, like, not a milli ounce of any fat. Nothing. Nothing. You know? But how much did it benefit him, DK? Mm-hmm. He a hit, lot. He hit the holes like lightning, quick twitch muscles. Uh, just a just a freak. He really and was. Only reason I put only so reason unusual. I put that up is because when a running back tries to give you a little advice and not diss you, and I don't look at this as a diss, and he can't do this during the season or right now anyway. As far as Najee trying to trim fat or whatever you want to call it, heck, Najee might be six percent DK body fat, whatever the case may be. Okay, he's a world-class athlete, but when a back that had the same running style somewhat, played in the same city, it's almost same body type, tells you something like that, you somewhat got to at least put an ear to it, consider it. Rick says nobody wants to hear the X number of non-losing seasons. Moan, in your 11 years in that locker room, did you ever hear anybody bring that thing up? No. Not once, Not right? Once. Not once. I have never heard heard this inside those four walls on south water street i've never heard it at akershire stadium never heard it in heinz field i have never heard anybody bring this up who is associated even peripherally with the pittsburgh steelers i have no idea where this came from okay but it did not come from the steelers it is not a thing now i can say this into oblivion and it's not going to stop people from bringing it up no, but it's not a Steelers thing. If you want to talk about it, go nuts. Media talks about it. Go ahead and say something to the media, but don't attach it to the Steelers. Yeah, no, nobody brings that conversation up. Uh, I think we acknowledged at the end of the season we were probably that close to being in the playoffs. Or hey, man, it could have been a lot worse in moments. But nobody mentions the uh, the above five hundred record at all. No, it, 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 there were a couple of times, most unfortunately, where players were asked about it late in the season, and they answered, but that doesn't mean that they're sitting around talking about it. It's just, all right, I got asked a question, and it sounds like something that might be important to somebody, so I'm just going to answer it a certain way. And never, and you know, we guys, we, we've had intimate conversations with a lot of folks, and Coach Tomlin is what I mean. He's never once mentioned it. I don't think I've ever heard anybody on his staff bring that up. And I don't really think it's that uh, – it's not that much of a thing. I mean, the, even the term non-losing sounds lame, you know? Yeah. It there's sounds just, There's just nothing to it. it this if, is a total non-story. Yeah. I, I have a question for you. It's actually coming in from T. Reed. I think that's who this uh-huh. is, DK. I, I need to know what this means. Hey, Moan, is Coach T the next Chuck Noll? What does that mean, DK? You know what it means? When what? you misspell Chuck Knoll's name, we go to the next question. That's what it means. Luke says, what up, Foster family? Late to the party again. Uh, AJ Dub comes in and says, hey, Moan, thank you for inspiring me to go to my first NFL game. Any advice for coming in a day early for Thursday night football? I'll be way out of my comfort zone. Uh, is advice available at the shop? He's asking me. Staying downtown, you will come and see us, AJ. Yeah, you will. Uh, what, what would I tell you? Get in early. I say about what four or five o'clock. Everything's gonna be cranking up. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, bounce around a little bit, get to Market Square. Market uh, all Square. the restaurants and everything are going to be humming, coffee shops. Get to the riverfront. Uh, yeah. Yep. Make it down to Point State Park. The fountain's still going this time is of year. It? it? Not for long, but it is. And, uh, you know, you know, b- bounce around. It's just, you know, it, it's a good time. Make it down to 6th Street. All kinds of fun or independent eateries down on 6th Street uh, facing PNC Park. Uh, it's just a, a general good time, but more than anything, you got to come and see us. Uh, and I, and I, I'll say this too: you go to Pittsburgh and you got on that black and gold, you're amongst family. You ain't got to worry about You'll you know feeling anxiety behind those type of situations <laughs> right there. Yeah, you know, people will just randomly say stuff to you on the sidewalk, and they see you walking in your steel or stuff. They know why you're here. Just hit them with a "Here we go," and I think you're good. It works just like that, doesn't it? It does work just like that. <laughs> Jay Freeman comes in and says, been trying to catch a live stream, and he comes in with a $20 contribution. You are welcome to catch a live stream every day, my friend. Yes, you are. Well, and he just came in <laughs> with a blessing. Thank you so Thank you, man. That was awesome right there. Glad to have you in here. That picture's on the beach. Where is that? Cozumel or something? I, I guess that's yeah, what that is. Huh? Please, Ryan Lytle, our friend, comes in with 10 more gifts. That's a total of 35 of those today. Make sure you're, you're set to accept gift. Me- oh, no. Yeah, that's big time, DK. Here comes Rochelle again. Very cool. Thank you so much. She's big uh, time. That's, man. That, that's 50 from Rochelle. That's really cool. I, I don't wow. even know what to say, man. Much appreciated. Sticky B says, go to Fatheads. That's not downtown. That's on the south side. That's on the south side. Go East Carson Street. It's good to go up and down. I think it's pretty solid. West Coast Steeler says that I'm feisty. I'm not a feisty. You can't misspell Chuck Knoll's name. Was, Come on. That was pretty. That was pretty. Do you, unique know, what, right you know what the genesis of that is? People what? spelling Knoll's name like that was Seattle had a coach named Chuck Knox, and it was K N O X, and they they ended up getting transposed a lot. Okay, really? It's been fifty years. Figure out the difference between Knoll and Knox. There it is. Antoine comes in. With the correct spelling, yeah. Let's. Uh, Jay Freeman does come in with a a, a, a question here as well as a, a fifty dollar contribution. That's really wow. After hearing the fans' frustration and hearing this show, I can say that I still have faith in the team. Again, now I might be looking for punishment, but why is Broderick Jones not starting? Because Dan Moore hadn't lost a job. Is that a good enough reason, Moan? It Why is. Why don't you just because... play the better guy if he's better? Is if he? Can better. you? That's what I'm saying. Can you say he's better? Can you say that he had a, a, a anything less than a near perfect game in the one start that he did have against the Ravens? All right. You know what? I'm gonna call you out on something. Go ahead. You want to know why? Because uh-huh. you, when I was giving you guys a run through of Will Levis's first start. And I told you how good I thought it was. Oh, no. Here it goes. And I told you how good I thought it was and how Pittsburgh <laughs> needs to be on tilt about what he's capable of a playing downfield. You said, but, but, but. But he I hadn't did. done it on the road. He hadn't I, seen it against I Pittsburgh. Did. He hadn't done it as it. But when I tell you on the other side of this, hey, man, Broderick did that for one game. And, of course, the same conversation has been held about, have had about Will Levis. It's the same thing he's been having about – uh, Ryan Tannehill is still his starting spot. You can't lose a position over an injury. There is a such thing as being Wally Pipps. Okay, it is. 
But I'm with you on Broderick starting Jay Freeman. I think he's the future. He's shown that. And we actually saw him on the right side when Chooks came out and the left side. So he shows he's a hell of an athlete. But Dan Moore didn't play terribly bad last game either. He did not. Drew Bledsoe got hurt. What happened to poor Drew Bledsoe after that? But but for the season, DK. Yeah, yeah, that's ended. true. That's true. We're going to so take somebody, a couple- I, I started a question. Somebody asked me, how did I become a starter on this team? Who who spot? Oh, here we go. Ramel. Ramel said, hey, mom, I've been watching those Steelers games because the current Steelers are depressing. I'm just wondering, who did you replace as a start? My journey went like this. Uh, four games as a fresh, as I said, as a freshman, as a rookie. Next year, I thought I was going to start, didn't start, ended up upseating Trey Essex, who mm-hmm. played bad in the game. I came in, played really good with Marquise, started that game out. That was the year we went to the Super Bowl in 10. The next year was still a competition between me, Trey Essex, Doug Ligurski. Doug goes out uh, and start the year. I come in right behind him and finish that season off too. After that, the Castro gets drafted. Castro gets drafted. So uh, Willie got hurt in camp. I was playing right guard. Willie was at left. Willie got hurt at camp. Dave goes in at right. I go in at left. Dave uh, played well enough to beat me out or to supplant me in training camp. Willie goes back in because Willie had just gotten paid the year before. I continue to grind, wait on my moment. Dave gets hurt in the preseason in Buffalo. In Buffalo, I go back in at right guard. Dave's on that temporary IR that list, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Later in the season, Willie tears his Achilles or tricep. Something okay. like that happened. When Willie got injured for the rest of the year, Dave made his first start against the Cowboys. I was never moved from left guard again. Again, I won my position because Willie was done for the year. Willie had back-to-back years of injuries, too. I think one was a tricep, one was an Achilles. And Willie was out for the year. I played well enough to retain left guard. I was in left guard for the next eight, nine years. That's how it went down. Matt Hyde says, hey, Ramon, do visiting teams practice on a Wednesday? And I think what Matt means is if it's the the day before the game, before they leave for the airport, or do they have a walkthrough once they get into town? Uh, they practice before they leave and they'll also have walkthroughs like those Thursday games are the worst. So the late one, cause you got to get up and move around and you got to have a walkthrough and then there's meetings and then there's walkthroughs and then there's meetings. Uh, yeah. So they just try to keep you active. Who's who the hell is <laughs> Look that? At this guy. I love the fact that you came in a penny under Rochelle to not show her up. You know, yeah, <laughs> I can't be the one. don't be the one upper guy. Please don't be the one. No. upper guy. No, that's 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 great stuff here. Uh, Barber likes Barcadia, which is a new place in Market Square. I've seen a couple of people suggest Permanis in Market Square. I got to tell you, the line will be significant. Oh, is that the tourist spot? It is. It it the line will be from there to the to the fountains at PPG. It, it's 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 pretty significant. Uh, unless they want to sponsor us, I think I've had it three times, maybe. It's uh, it's a staple. You should try it. Yes. Uh, we see more people complaining about Chuck Knoll's name <laughs> being misspelled. Yeah, I, I saw somebody took offense to my reaction to it. I'm sorry. That's disrespectful. Yeah. That is a Mount, that's a Mount Rushmore figure in Pittsburgh. Not 
not a Steelers Mount Rushmore, not a sports Mount Rushmore, a city of Pittsburgh Mount Rushmore figure. Chuck Knoll is one of the four most influential figures our city has ever known. Yeah. You can spell his name right. It's all right. Yep, you no, know, yep. it's it's not it's not that hard. Uh, Jonathan says switching to 77 is like moving your investment to a higher yield account. Start compounding sooner. I like it when the financial people get involved. It's also one of those if you buy high and sell low, it's, you lose money. You can still invest in Dan Moore and keep him to be a potentially on your right side at some point by giving him just do and not uh, not not uh, benching him because he was injured. I'm gonna forever have that take. I hear you. Cat Manita comes in with a $20 contribution, says, I'll be in town for the game, too. Happy Halloween. Cat uh, Manita, I got to tell you, if you don't stop by the shop, that is unacceptable. It is. And you okay. need to dress yourself. When you yourself. walk through that door, you say, I am Cat Manita. Yep. yep. Just so that you can see my wife's reaction. Exactly. And he That'd said, be I'll be in time. He said time, DK. He did, too. He did, too. Alex Smith lost his job. To Colin Kaepernick, that's right. Well, he was hurt all the time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all answered my question for Marvin Senior. What a beautiful Roddy. Uh, Marvin comes in. Uh, um, Dan Moore says Striper isn't some Pro Bowl guy. He's replacement level, and his replacement is on the team. Starting now will only help 77 next season. See, this is the point that I make. We're not talking about some big-time established starter here. As recently as two months ago, Dan Moore wasn't even a starter. He was a guy competing, battling for his job in Latrobe. I'm, I'm with you on that one, DK. I, all of those are valid reasons right there. But are you also saying that as injured as Kenny's been, do we trust the young fella stretch after stretch to hold up in the past pro and the, the rest of the season? Like, these are questions we don't have answers to. We got to go see it. But I also say this, too. If you're willing to go ahead and start this youthful surgence, then are you deciding to just can the season, too? This team is very much still competing, and they competed all well with Dan Moore also. This, to me, is one of those things. Like, everybody loves the backup. Everybody does. And that's all this is. You see you, you see Marvell Smith and Jonathan Ogden's when you think of a first-round left tackle like this. Y'all, I'm here to tell you, like, it just don't work like that. Now, I'm glad to be wrong and everybody get their wish that uh, Broderick Jones become the starter moving forward. But, again, there at least had to be a break or he plays so atrociously bad, like the guys up seated or something like that, that you can't not have him in. Guys, it's been a terrific show. Moan's going to be flying out here to Pittsburgh uh, tomorrow evening and make it in. We're going to try to figure out some way somehow to pull off something in advance of the game. I tell you guys this all the time when I travel to cover the Steelers. Time is really tight. You are in and you are out. So we're going to do uh, absolutely everything that we can to try to connect uh, at some point over the next 24 to 36 hours. Uh, it has been I don't like to talk about this all the time, but it has been an extraordinary episode when it comes to this uh this this show and the contributions that have come in yeah um, you know it, th this is this is a, a situation here where i think you know we all love having this thing we all love doing it and we all want to make sure that it continues to be 
you know, fruitful, uh, you know, for everybody and, and everything. And it's just been, uh, it, it's, it's, it's quite the group here. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. No doubt, DK. So we're going <clears> to, <throat> we're going to call this one a day here and uh, we're going to bring up a couple things here, maybe after, uh, after this, uh, this little pause that we're going to have. <laughs> uh, if I can Where's find your pause? I'm trying really hard. This the problem is this Ramon Foster guy came in with a massive contribution. It's nah. it's eating up our screen. Okay, there it is. All right, unpause. So yeah, so we have um, one of the things that I, I was saving to bring up. After the show, it came in from Cat Manada. He said, "Well, we have a Moan show tomorrow. We're going to try Moan's plane gets here. What seven? I may be downtown close to seven. I may be downtown close to seven. So that's where it's going to be. Our is DK staying open after hours or what? When it comes, oh, we'll figure that. Yeah, we'll figure that out. I mean, we'll we'll find a way to make it work. Uh, Thursday is no, no. You're going to be busy as heck. Well, no, you are. I mean, you, what time do you have to be at the stadium? Uh, I got I got my radio show. I got to do that morning, and I'm. Yeah. Uh, I ain't got to be back until I ain't got to be to the stadium. Like I think five ish or something like that. Okay. Well, maybe yeah. we'll work out some. We'll work out where we'll have a regular show at some. Yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna try to figure it out or do it okay. since it'll be game day. We might do an impromptu pop up or something a, like that. Just a boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We might maybe have to that's do that. the way to go. And 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 by the way, I just want to go real quick. At all times, we do the chat. To be open space, everybody. There is a line, and we're gonna always stay behind the line when we uh do this show. I don't care how you feel about certain people, coaches, players, me, DK, or Dolly. There is always a line, and you guys know that line. So if you see somebody get banned for life because of some stuff they say, whether it be racially insensitive or sexually insensitive or just dumb, you will be exed off. We saw the little I saw the little guy making the comments here and there. That's idiotic. You you can go run your own podcast or stuff like that. And I want to bring that here. But what I'm saying is this. There's always a line. Okay? Yeah. And, and in this case, one strike and you're out. I didn't even see this one that you did, but you did it. Yeah. And, and Dolly did. Uh, one strike. You know, this yeah. isn't – there's no there's, – there ain't no First Amendment here. Always. Uh, a special mention here to Brent Haynes who says, uh, we lost a Steelers fan today to brain cancer. He loved listening to this show, although he was able to respond. Uh, I served 11 years in the Army with him, RIP to Mike Malcolm, uh, a regular viewer of this program. Uh, Prayers out uh, to Brenda and his family, and um, thanks for bringing that to our attention, Brent. Uh, You know, I don't even know what to say, Moan. We don't don't hear from everybody. One of the things you always have to remember when a show that has this kind of reach that you don't you don't hear from everybody. Not everybody is in the comments. Some people will just I hear from them all the time uh, in the shop. It's like, well, I'm on there. I watch every day. I never. I don't comment. I don't get into the super chats. Right. But they love the show. <clears throat> so no uh, doubt, man. I, I am looking forward to tomorrow, man. I have. I told you just a little bit of anxiety about it because it's so much on both sides. But that's the job. I'm really looking forward to the good time. Uh, it's been forever since I've been back in Pittsburgh. It has. Um, it, it has. 
And I was in and out so fast the last time. It was really no room for anything. Like, I hadn't even really told Coach Tomlin I'm coming in or a lot of the guys I know. I might try to sneak and see Dave. Dave, it's it's a lot that I got to fit within. Heck, are we even in town for 24 hours, really? It's not. It's, it's Yeah. It, well, it is It's because it's after the game, so it's about 28 hours total. About 28 hours. So I, mm-hmm. I, I'm a – as much as I possibly can. And my university got something something for me this weekend, too. So I got a big week, man. This is a cool for me. It's homecoming at, at UT this weekend. And a homecoming here, too. And a homecoming here, man. So it should be a good time. We'll figure it all out, and we'll share everything with you guys, uh, including – what about tomorrow? Uh, fly tomorrow. Uh, fly out tomorrow at 4.30. I got to be on the plane at 3.30. as media now. You know. Okay. Like, so this this is out. Yeah. This one's out. All right. Unless we'll we go care. later. Um, well, unless you tell go, me. Let's talk about a lot later. All right. Well, like, I, well from the shop. Talk post show. All right. All right. Yeah. 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 Everybody likes listening in on us, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, See everybody tomorrow. Bye bye. No doubt. <laughs>